Welcome back, and you're listening to Pucker Up. This is CMU's both beauty, fashion, and health podcast. I'm your host, Gigi Padilla. I am the CM Life lead copywriter here. And I'm Sarah Bebuck. I'm a broadcasting and cinematic arts student here at CMU. And today we have such a fun show for you guys. So we're going to be talking about how to get the best styles on your budget. We're going to be talking about how to treat over-processed hair. And we're going to have a nice special tea time with a special guest that we'll introduce later. And so I'm going to hand it off to Sarah. All right. So I know that when I'm looking for the hottest beauty styles of this season, um, I'm really broke also. So I have to keep that in mind while I'm shopping. But a couple of neat tricks that I figured out this semester is TJ Maxx is your best friend. I never realized how much high-end beauty products are at TJ Maxx and whether it's just in their makeup section or even their little clearance section that they have with like the slightly cracked eyeshadow palette that they can't sell anymore because it's only $10. I think the last time me and Gigi went to TJ Maxx, we found the Anastasia Beverly Hills contour kit that's normally 40 bucks, but they were selling it for like $17. Yeah, and it's really interesting because... I'm not even going to lie to you guys. If, like, one eyeshadow is cracked in a palette, it doesn't make the whole palette worse for me. Let's be real. Like, half the eyeshadows in a really, like, really, half the eyeshadows in a really anticipated eyeshadow palette are, like, oh, my God, I've never seen that before. And then the other half are, like, transition shades because they want to keep the palette consistent. So I feel like when you go to TJ Maxx and you go to the clearance aisle, and don't get me wrong, some of these palettes, some of them are mutilated. Like literally, they're being sold for like 3 bucks because they're dust. They're just dust. But then you get like you hit gold one day. It's like either it's a super like it kind of flopped palette or and you like the colors or it's a super nice palette and like three of them are broken. And if you're lucky, it's like the brown and the white shade that you can get in a totally different palette. Yeah, the, or even the colors that you already have or the colors you'll never touch. I think one of the biggest steals that me and Sarah got was the little red pot that you found at TJ yeah, Maxx. Yeah, it was the Makeup... Makeup Forever? It, yeah, it was the Makeup Forever lipstick. It was the... I think it was called the Artist Rouge. It was the little lipstick pot that came with, like, the special brush. I think it normally retailed for about $25, and I got it for $2 because it was missing the brush. Yeah. I didn't even care about the brush. I have my own lipstick brush. I don't need it. I wanted the makeup, and I got that for $2. Yeah, and literally, and it's just because it lacks the novelty of what they were selling. So you don't have this, like, cute little quill brush, like, whatever. But like Sarah said, most of us would buy it for the novelty. We realized the brush sucked. Shout out to Kylie Jenner. Um, (laughs) And then just continue to use the lipstick product. That was a little shady, but let's be real. We all remember that. (laughs) And that lipstick is one of the best red red lipsticks I own. I feel like Mulan when I'm painting it on my mouth. I'm just singing reflection in the mirror as I'm getting ready for my day. I feel like the kind of makeup that like reminds me of when I was little and like I wanted to play with so much makeup and like I'm so excited. And I think that's why I'm always super interested in like the scented makeup and like the super novelty makeup because it just reminds me of when I was a little kid. And I was like, oh, my God, all this play makeup is so fun, but it doesn't work. Yeah, that was the most disappointing time. <laughs> yeah, it's like plastic or like spray over yeah. stuff. And I mean, sometimes you do find that makeup at TJ Maxx, but for the most part, they have a pretty good bin for high-end makeup. You just kind of have to dig around for either a foundation in your shade or eyeshadows that you like. Because sometimes you'll find a nice product, but it's just not something you would buy. And I think that I'm really lucky with that because shade range really does like 
tell you when you're going to get a good deal on makeup at a oh, TJ yeah. Maxx store or at like an outlet store like that. Because because my shade does not sell out very well, they'll have it in like a Becca formula with like 40% off because nobody's using this olive shade. It's not summer anymore. <laughs> like nobody mm-hmm. can use it. Nobody's buying it. And here it is at a really good price. And I think another really good thing that I just figured out, it's called par- a really good thing that I just figured out. It's called Poshmark. And it's like an app on your phone. But you do have to be careful with it. It sells makeup. Most of the sellers and retailers on there sell new makeup, but they are allowed to sell used makeup. And that's kind of icky. So just make sure you like read the description really well. And basically, it's like a bidding site and like a bundling site. So you go on people's stuff and you go ahead and you there'll be people who want to trade. Like, let's say you have a brand new like naked palette that you never use, but then you've got another naked palette for like Christmas. And so it's like, oh, you don't need both. But hey, I'm going to sell this other one. This is a makeup retailer. It's really nice. And a lot of the retailers on there buy makeup in bulk and then resell it at like a discounted price because they don't want to lose the money. And it's really cool because you can go on people's pages, you can bundle stuff together, and it can make it really easy for you to find really nice makeup at like a cheaper price. Now, that being said, you do have a lot of people trying to sell fake products. Like, you don't want to pay for, like, Tarte Shape Tape and get something weird in the mail. That's why you have to be really careful when you look at the products in the actual picture and make sure that they are, like, self-pictures. They're not just pictures of the product that somebody could download off Google. Oh, yeah, because I think there was issues a couple years ago with the Anastasia Beverly Hills, I think, either Modern Renaissance or the Makeup by Mario palette. It was one of the eyeshadow palettes they were having issues with that... It was just a slight packaging difference, and it was a completely different product. It didn't have the pigmentation. It didn't have the blendability. It was just, and it was so hard to actually spot because it was a very minor difference. So be really careful when using those kind of sites. But I know another website that's really nice to buy these high-end makeup, to buy these high-end makeup products at a discount. The website's called Hot Look, and what it is, and it's not even just makeup. It's also fashion, health. Everything we talk about on this podcast, you can find skincare products, you can find clothing, both men's and women's, nice hot looks, <laughs> as for the name of the website, where you can find these. And the way it works is that there are um, different categories, and you can categorize them by clothes, makeup, whatever, and they are subsections. So you can find, let's say, Smashbox. I know a couple of days ago when I was scrolling on the site, I saw Smashbox, and it sells makeup discounted from 25 all the way to 75% off the product, which is amazing. It's great deals, and it's not the entire... It's not the entire line that's sold. It's just certain items, but they're great, and they have a lot of bundles, too. So if you're looking for... um, If you're looking for a highlighter, contour palette, they'll have those. If you're looking for brushes, they'll have those. And like I said, it... I'm really struggling with this. Oh, my goodness. And like I said, it changes on a daily basis. You can go, I think the Smashbox one lasted for a couple days, and it rotates out. So it's constantly changing with different brands, styles, anything of the like. So just check it every couple of days. That way it's always having new, fresh styles. And it is the nice brands. It is. You will find Morphe. You will find Smashbox, you will find all these different name brands, whether it's makeup or if it's um the Korean beauty products. I know that's a very popular one, too, that rotates frequently in it. I think that's, yeah, it's like a rotating coupon book, basically. So, like, each week they'll have the actual high end that they're selling. I think another thing that I think was just wrapping up or is about to just wrap up 
is Alta's like 21 Days of Beauty. Yeah. And I feel like Alta has really good sales. The only problem is we don't have an Alta in town. But I think people really do forget, like, like we buy makeup from the actual online, like from Mac and Jeffree Star and stuff like that. You can buy like Too Faced and you can buy like Urban Decay and you can buy all these stuff off of the Alta website. I think people forget that you can do that. And it's a very good, cheap, discounted price. And if you're part of their rewards program, they always have like double points going on or they have a coupon floating around. And it's a really good like. And it's a really good retailer that you can like trust. And it's like one of those things like if it doesn't work, like you can send it back. Like I think it's like you have to have over like 80% of the product still in there. But like if it's still better, it's still better than people that don't take it back. Like, oh, did you open this? Like, yeah, yeah. But it was the wrong shade range. Like, what was I going to do? And they're really understanding about that. They're like, oh, or I just didn't like it like it was an ugly color it was an ugly color i didn't match my skin tip or whatever and i know one thing too when buying online with ulta is that sometimes they'll throw in like a freebie gift like a mini makeup or whatever for that brand you're buying for because which i really appreciate because if i'm buying makeup for that brand like let's say if i'm buying something from Too faced they'll throw in a Too faced mini i think the mini for Too faced is usually the better than sex mascara mini but still and then a really common mini like with the urban decay is like the mini urban decay setting spray which is what i would want exactly so there are always minis that you can use it's not like i remember one time i was really excited because they did have a sale and it was like i think it was like a drugstore brand makeup so i can't be too mad but literally the freebie that i got was a purple highlighter which i'm like oh it was really pretty i can use it sometimes but i'm not going to use that every day right and i feel like Ulta's really good if you're buying high-end brands and you're getting the high-end freebie it's something you can use every day like a mascara yeah. or a setting spray or even like a very neutral tone blush it's nothing too crazy well that's like with Ulta. normally the stuff that is in mini is the super popular items that people either don't want to spend the entire 60 dollars for the urban decay setting spray so they'll give you the mini because they have them anyway, and people buy those. They want them. They just don't want the whole full-size product. They want the travel size. Yeah, and honestly, like, I'm such a travel size person because not only is it easy to pack, but you if you're going on a plane, you can't take those giant bottles with you. And also, like, I like testing new products. I like to know the difference between new products. And if I buy, like, a $24 mascara and I really don't like it, like, that's such a bummer. We are all broke here. We don't have the yeah, money we- to throw away on, like, a high-end mascara that doesn't work. Exactly, which... There's, I think, I think Ulta had another product. It was like a mascara mascara sampler box that had the Too Faced, the Marc Jacobs, the Tarte, all mini mascaras. And the nice thing about it was, is it, I think it was about $30 for this box. And you can get five different travel-sized mascaras, and there was a coupon in it where for you get to turn in that coupon, redeem it, and you can get a full-size one that you liked for free that was in that box, yeah, which was an amazing deal. They're really good at that, too, because they have, like, Alta's favorite, so they have Alta's best, and it's like either like a glam set and it comes with like eyeshadow and stuff like that, or it's like you said, it's like the mascara or the lip stuff. I know they had like a lip kit too, where it had like a couple of new lips. I think they had like a mini beauty and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it's really cool to see that they package up all these things and they let you use it in like a trial size because then you can actually figure out what you like. And as a college student who goes back and forth between my apartment, the dorms, home. I really appreciate having makeup in the travel size. That way I can, because A, it's cheap, and B, it's travel size. It's nice when I have to go back for Christmas or come back for whatever holiday it is, especially in the dorms when you basically are forced out of the dorms. You can't stay in there. It's nice to be able to have 
all this miniature makeup that's easy to pack around to travel. Exactly. Like, I have your luggage and then, like, a luggage of makeup, but, like, nobody has room in their car to actually take it with you. Like, it's just ridiculous. I wish. But no. But it's, like, super funny, too. Like, every time I come home for the holidays or even, like, for a weekend and, like, I have, like, my tiny stuff, but if I'm, like, going for, like, a specific event... And I literally have, like, this giant old Victoria's Secret tote full of, like, all the makeup that I don't know if I'm going to use, but I might need because, let's be real, we're all just winging it. Oh, yeah. So, like, that's one thing that I really enjoy about the minis. Like, I can wing it on a tinier level. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And even if Ulta isn't your store, let's say you're loyal to Sephora, which, I mean, I I don't blame you, but also I'm loyal to Ulta. Um, Sephora also has, when you're in line for checkout, they have that teeny tiny little browsing section, which normally suckers you in. But there's actually a lot of good deals in there that I would recommend over getting the full-size product. Like, I know NARS has this um, lip duo. It has two very popular shades. It has has Cruella, and it also has Dolce Vita, which are two of its most popular shades in the um, matte finished lipsticks. And the full-size, they cost $20 for... The combo kit, and I think a full-size one costs $23. And those minis last forever, and you get two colors out of the same price that you paid for one large one. I think it's what people, like, I think that's what people forget, is, like, when you're buying these really beautiful colors, like, as college students, I want to say I get full glam every day, but I don't. So, like, you buy a large of the lipstick, and you, like, never really use it. You use it a couple times for special occasions, and then a new lipstick comes out, and you're, like, all about that lipstick. Oh, yeah. So I feel like what we really forget, like, if you're going to buy a large tube of really expensive lipstick, make it like an everyday lipstick. Don't don't buy, make it a special occasion. Yeah, don't make it a special occasion lipstick. I make that mistake all the time. I'm like, oh my God, this brick red is beautiful. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to wear it all this time. And With I wear the 50 it. other brick red colors that we already own. Exactly. Like I have like a bag of ColourPop lipstick, which is what I'm about to talk about next. ColourPop is steal of a deal. And if you've never been to the ColourPop website, it needs to be gone. Like you need to go. If you've never been to the website, you need to go because literally they're five dollars. I think they're probably a little bit more. They're now. about six. I would say yeah. six to eight range, depending. Yeah. On, but six still under ten dollars. Yeah, under ten dollars, and they're always like sales. It's always a really awesome like way to get new makeup. And I think this is what me, <laughs> me and Sarah always joke about the ColourPop and the Kylie Jenner lip oh. kits. <laughs> so the lipsticks are made in the same exact factory (laughs) and if you compare the ingredients lists they're exactly the same except one of them which i think it's color pop has more filler ingredients but everything that is in the kylie lip kits are in the color pop lipsticks the color pop the only difference is that the color pop has a little bit more filler in it that's the only difference in the ingredients yeah so like if you like high-end makeup like no shade to you if you can afford a kylie lip kit you know what? You More go, power Glenn, to go, you. go. Like, I can't. But literally, like, ColourPop, I'm, if I'm wearing a really nice lipstick and you don't know what that lipstick is, it's probably a ColourPop lipstick. And it stays. And one of the my, my favorite things is if you go online and, like, search Color Dupes, Color Dupes, ColourPop, literally all of those high-end lipsticks, I bet you have a very similar close to, like, a ColourPop like, yeah. lipstick. Like, there might be a little bit of shade off, but, I mean, some people buy, like, off-brand, like, Jeffree yeah. Star like off like Amazon and stuff like that. So if you're willing to like have something that's ripping off a product, just like go to ColourPop and find a color dupe for it because they're not trying to rip off a product. They're just trying to like give you a product that's at an affordable price. Yeah. And that's another thing. If you really 
are committed to having the high-end product you don't want to dupe, you want the actual product, I have another solution for you. If you just jump on Google, just type in the sentence, coupons codes for blank, you'll find you'll most likely find the website Retail Me Not, and they have all those different coupon codes that you plug in online for like 20, 30% off that you'll find, like your Instagram celebrity posts. Like, oh, if you enter Jeffree Star 20XO, you'll get 20% off your order. You can literally Google on Retail Me Not, whatever brand it is that you want. Let's say, for example, Beauty Bakery. You can scroll through and they'll give you a huge list of coupon codes that you can apply to that that probably are still active. Now, that being said, some of the coupon codes no longer are active, but for the most part, you'll find anywhere from the 20, 30, and if you're lucky, 75% off. And that goes for any website like Fashion Nova. You can find these coupon codes on Retail Me Not. And you guys definitely, speaking like of Instagram, need to be following your favorite brands on Instagram because that is the first place that they are posting coupon sales of any sort is Instagram and Instagram and their Twitter and stuff. And those are how you're going to get your coupon codes as well. And it's always, I feel like if you're going to pay full price for a product, A, there's probably a coupon code for free shipping out there somewhere. Oh, yeah. And B, there's probably a coupon code for at least 10% off. And I mean, it may not sound like a lot, it may not sound worth it, but- all those like little cents do add up, especially do. in like the makeup world. And I think if you're looking for something a little closer to home, if you're not like really into like buying your makeup online or whatever, it's it's hard to like find high end makeup like around us. But I know like we said, TJ Maxx is there. Or if you're more of like a drugstore makeup, like Meyer has really good selection of makeup. Meyer and Walmart mm-hmm. do bring some really good selection of makeup into their stores. And I know the foundation I use now, which is, like, the Maybelline, like, 24-hour, like, Superstay foundation is so awesome. Like, I love Maybelline. I think they're one of my favorite drugstore brands. And I use air quotes around drugstore brands because I think, like, nobody actually shops at, like, a drugstore anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's all, like, these big market stores. So I feel like they're one of the best, I guess, budget brands I could say because I'm definitely not buying, like, $48, like, oh, no. foundation every month. Like, no. I-, I also had this opinion on false eyelashes. The best false eyelashes I have ever used, I have two in mind, and I spend less than $5 on both. You don't need to go to Huda Beauty and buy their super expensive $25, one pair of eyelashes for 20 which is ridiculous to me, $25. And I'm one of those weird people that I don't like thick band eyelashes. I need to have that thin, skinny band or else it won't sit on my eye right. I don't know. I just can't figure it out. I don't know what it is, but I need that skinny band. And you can buy really good eyelashes. False eyelashes, if you go to your local Walmart and go to the Kiss brand eyelashes. Yes, we love Kiss brand eyelashes. Like, honestly, like, not sponsored. I love <laughs> Kiss, like, I love Kiss brand eyelashes. And it's just like what Sarah said. They're cheap. And I would like to say, like, I bought a pair of Huda Beauty eyelashes for like my 21st birthday i was like oh my god like it's my birthday i'm gonna spoil myself i'm buying some expensive eyelashes i put them on i was so underwhelmed like i was really underwhelmed i have very large eyes though so like literally when you go to the eyelash section and there's like oh the pretty natural eyelashes that everybody's gonna wear and then there's like the drag queen eyelashes like that's where i get my eyelashes (laughs) like that's how big my eyes are and when i bought my huda beauty eyelashes i thought i was getting like a really good like big eyelash and when I put them on like my eyes just swallowed it up like literally my eyelashes like probably fit the length of 
thought, like actual eyelash. I don't remember which one it was. Um, it's the one that's super popular on Instagram, and I can't remember exactly what it was. But but literally, I put them on, and I was like, wow, like it was just really underwhelming to me. Yeah. And then I even like I even contemplated like going to a Walmart and buying like a Kiss brand eyelash, just because they're so easy to manipulate. And I never have to cut my eyelashes, and I know a lot of girls do have to cut their eyelashes. Like me. Yeah, like Sarah. Uh, and that's hard to do with, like, a thick band eyelash. It oh, yeah. looks so bad because it looks so blunt. It looks unnatural. Cutting. Yeah. And I think one thing that they really think that's going to, like, cover it up is, like, the eyeliner and stuff like that. But what they don't realize is, like, most girls who put on fake eyelashes, like, sometimes they don't wear eyeliner. And them. I don't. I've actually really fallen out of wearing liquid eyeliner so it looks terrible when I buy eyelashes that have the thick band because you can see the band because they rely on the eyeliner to cover it up. And the nice thing about Kiss is in case you do like the thick band, they have thick band eyelashes, but they also have super thin band eyelashes that have the same amount of drama and volume in them without having to sacrifice the type of eyelash that you like. And there's such a huge variety of eyelashes. They have different they have their regular Kiss brand natural eyelashes. They have I think it's called Bustier, the, oh no, it's Boudoir. Yeah. It's really fancy, the really dramatic Sultry. one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what I always buy, I don't know. Sultry, but yeah. yeah, we always laugh at the names because they're always like super like extra about it. But, and I think one thing that I really do like about the Kiss brand eyelashes as well is they last a long time. And they look good. And they look good even. I don't know if you guys have like seen all the posts where you like take your like makeup wipe and you put like eye, like eyeshadow and eyeliner remover on it and like you let your little like eyelashes like bathe for a day and then you take them out and then you like kind of like wipe them off like literally you do that like once to these and they look amazing they oh, literally yeah. look like you just pulled them out of the package i literally just peel the glue off of mine and then i put them back on mm-hmm. which probably isn't the most sanitary beauty hack out there but that's what i do <laughs> and i can wear th- i had a pair of kiss We're brand eyelashes <laughs> that lasted for the entire month of october and they looked bomb from the, d- the day i first wore them to the last day i wore them the I'll only have- thing that killed them was the unfortunate um getting smashed after a fun night out you see that's what it is i will have like honestly said i've never thrown away a pair of kish i have never thrown away a pair of kiss brand eyelashes i have lost them yep i've lost them because i did not take my eyelashes off after a night out or i took my eyelashes off and put them on like my nightstand and they were lost forever like i've Mm -hmm. and i threw away those huda beauty ones like i was like i don't like these i don't like them they're gone and i went back to walmart and got a pair of kiss brand eyelashes i have regretted every pair of eyelashes i have worn that have not been kiss brand with the exception and this will shock everybody Wish eyelashes. Oh, yo, that was my entirety of last year. And it was when Wish had first come out. Like, Wish is kind of cool. It's it's basically you buy a product. You're not paying shipping. It's from China, so it takes forever to get here. You don't know when to get you don't know when it's going to get here. So it's kind of like a game of like, ooh, is it going to make it or not? Oh, and yeah. like so you're basically trading off like the security and <laughs> trading off the security and basically knowing when your package will arrive for a really cheap price. So I bought, what was it, 12? I would yeah, say 12 pack. A, a 12 pack of Wish brand eyelashes, and they were 95 cents, $1.06 with, like, shipping. And it was, like, super awesome. They came, 
They were really nice. They weren't crushed in the package. Like, but that's not that's not always the case. Sometimes they come and they're crushed. And that like lasted me the entirety of like the last semester. Like we were here last year, and they were gorgeous eyelashes. Yeah, they look so good. I mean, stalk me on Instagram. Like, literally, look at them. Like, go back if I'm wearing eyelashes in the last like year. It's either Kiss or it's those Wish brand. And, and they were long. They were dramatic, and. They had a little bit of a thicker band, which so I thought I wouldn't like them, but Gigi gave me a pair, and holy cow, they folded so easily onto your eye. Grant, I had to cut them because I have to cut almost every eyelash I wear. But these were one of the few, the only eyelash brand that surpassed, did not surpass, but that was on the same playing ground as Kiss. And like Gigi said, she put a dollar oh six for these. That's worth the wicks. And I think Wish has a thing where if you don't receive your package within a month, that they they'll, refund you. Yeah, they'll refund you. So mm-hmm. it's not that it's a gamble, but like you'll get your money back if Yeah, so it's you like no wrong. pain, no loss. So it's like if you don't get it, pop over to Walmart, buy some lashes. Yeah. But and then they'll get your money back. So it's not that crazy. So uh I hope you guys enjoy like all of these really budgeting tips. Um really don't sleep on Walmart and Meyer. They no, have some really have good, good makeup, sales, especially in their clearance rack. Like if people aren't buying makeup there, they most likely have a nice clearance rack full of makeup and um, mm-hmm. facial products. Um, one thing that I still want to talk about is overprocessed hair. This is going to be our health tips for the day because if you've ever met me, you know I dye my hair so much. And I'm not calling. I'm not saying like, oh, I do my roots. No, like I go from black to blonde, blonde to pink pink to like whatever the hell I'm feeling and it's just constant strain and it's like bad for your hair and I know it's bad for my hair but it's fun we're young hair grows (laughs) back and but one of the things is sometimes you know you go a little too far and you have over processed straw hair and there's a couple things you can do about it obviously one of the things I've started doing is using products like I go to Sally's a lot I know Many people don't know about Sally. Sally's is just a beauty store. Most hairstylists go to it to buy, you know, color and stuff. Um, I go to buy color when I color my hair, but I also go for a lot of the hair care products because Sally's has their own line, um, and there's also a big line there called Ion that has a lot of good hair masks that you can use. You normally don't go to Sally's for makeup. You go to Sally's for hair. Yes, definitely. Sally's is not like... Oh, I want to get some eyelashes and some makeup. It's no, it's definitely a hair store. It is. And, I mean, uh, they have makeup. And if you like the Ardell lashes, they do have those, but I don't, I'm not really yeah, a fan. We're, we're loyal to Kiss. We don't Ardell in here. Um, <laughs> but definitely. So I, when I, we're talking about overprocessed hair, one thing to always remember is your hair is basically dead when it's overprocessed. So it needs a lot of nourishment. It needs to basically be revitalized. And one way to do that is hair masks. Hair masks will soften, and hair masks aren't even that expensive nowadays. I actually even saw some at Walmart. I bought one from Walmart. It was an overnight hair mask. It was super funny. It came with, like, a little shower cap that had, like, a panda on it that was sleeping. It was really adorable. And, like, you just put it in your hair. You sleep overnight. You wake up in the morning, take your shower. You're good to go. Now, a lot of people don't have that time. I barely had that time. I ended up having to, like, rinse it out at, like, 2 in the morning before I went to bed. So I didn't really do the overnight thing, but it was, like, long enough to be claimed overnight. And my hair felt really good. Um, But you could also do your own, like, hair masks. But like me and Sarah said in our other podcasts, when you do make your home brew hair masks and stuff like that, you need to know how your skin reacts to things. Oh, yeah. And always do, like, a test strand before you put, like, 
vinegar and like yeah, lemon and like avocado careful. in your hair and then like your overprocessed hair just falls out oh yeah because most over overprocessed hair just falls out it, it does will, it will literally just fall out like, like those I funny shed. videos yeah <laughs> it's terrible and another thing that i've been using i've been getting a lot of like slack for is i got this product from sally's it's from the company h&p and it on the bottle okay on the bottle it's really apparent um it says there, but I wasn't paying attention when I bought the product, and it just said for severely damaged hair, and I was like, "That's me," and I bought it, and it's called it's like placenta. It is not <laughs> like placenta. It is placenta. It has placenta okay. proteins in it. Yes, but it's it's not like a woman is donating her placenta to these beauty communities. We don't know no. that. I do. I looked it up. <laughs> it's animal protein. It's animal scent protein. So Ooh. if you're like a vegan or a vegetarian, you obviously don't have to use it. But that's what I've been using in my hair. And I was shocked. I was so shocked when I first put it in my straw hair. And I was like, oh my God, you guys feel my hair. It's soft. And this is before I knew like there's actual placenta yeah. in it. She put it <laughs> in her hair and I felt her strands. I was like, wow, this feels really nice. It- it did. It her hair felt super nice after she put it in her hair. I was like, "Oh, like what did you have?" She's like, "I don't know. I got this bottle." And she shows me, and right there in big pink letters, it says placenta. I was like, "Hey, Gigi." <laughs> no, and you guys <laughs> don't even realize like how dumb I felt when I was like holding it. I was like, "Dang, I was blindsided." Like I was like, "Hmm, it works. It, wor- it does yeah. work really well." So sometimes you just have to like trust the product um, when you're thinking of it, but like. If you're like, I have severely damaged hair, you know, I was, I didn't know what to do. But another thing that um, I always do, and my mom always told me to do, is hot oil treatments. Now, you don't have to go to a spa for a hot oil treatment. Um, and it's not as crazy as it sounds. Basically, Sally's also sells these little tubes called cholesterol. I know. The terrible she picks out naming, the great names. Okay, terrible naming in the beauty community. But yeah, they're little tubes of basically oil. And they're oils that... What you do is you take like a cup, like a mug, and you put it in your microwave and you warm it up and you make sure the water's hot and then you rest the tube in the water. And I can't remember exactly. I think it's like two minutes, two to three minutes that you rest Something the tube like in the that. water where um, the oil is nice and warm and hot, like not too hot that it's going to burn your scalp. But then you take the little tube, you basically break the little notch off. It reminds me of like those little, um, remember those candies? That you, like, took the little wax tip off yeah. and then you drank, like, the little soda or ones. Or the Kool-Aid. Yeah, the Kool-Aid. Yeah, basically, the Kool-Aid top is, like, what you're breaking off. Like, sometimes you can't just snap it off. Sometimes you'll have to, like, scissor it off. And then you just apply this from scalp to tip. But, obviously, pay more attention to where your hair is, like, really overprocessed. The only the bottoms of my hair is super overprocessed, so I'll put more oil at the bottom of my hair. Then you go ahead, you stay, you, I think it's about 20 to 25 minutes, depending on how long you have and how damaged your hair is. And then you go and you take a shower, you rinse the oil out, and it's a really nice at-home treatment you can do. And the bottle's, like, only, like, $1.50, $2. Yeah, they're cheap. Yeah, it's super cheap. Like, it's way cheaper than going to a salon for a deep mm-hmm. conditioning treatment, which is also an option. But, like, honestly, nobody's got time for that. Nobody's got money for that. So this is my solution. And also... If you're not really feeling the hot oil treatment because you don't think you can do it by yourself or something like that, because I know I've helped a couple people in their days with the hot oil treatment because they couldn't reach all the way, you can just get regular argan oil that doesn't need to be heated up. Like I use the OGX. They had a, I think it was a creatine and argan oil, little tiny little tube, and it literally took a teeny tiny amount of oil, rubbed it in my hands, and put it through the dry ends of my hair. Granted, my hair isn't super overprocessed anymore, but it used to be. 
And it really does help, even if it doesn't quite heal my hair. In the moment, it makes it so it doesn't feel as dry and stringy as it was before. Yeah. And creatine is a very important thing to look for when you're looking for damaged hair products because that is what your hair is made out of, creatine. So you want something that's going to revitalize that. And another thing to remember is you need to, like, toss your brush. Like, if you have overprocessed hair, like, if the ends of your hair are dead, you need a wide-tooth comb, especially when it's wet. Because if you're just attacking your dead ends with all of these bristles, they're going to fall out. You're going to have breakage. Give you oh, worse split ends. Yeah, the terrible split ends. And a wide-tooth comb will really help most of that, especially when you're working oils through or you're working a conditioning treatment through. It's just really nice to have that wide-tooth comb so you don't get too much breakage. And I know we said this on our previous podcast, but please, if you're blow-drying your hair or if you're straightening your hair, use... Heat protectant. Yeah, use heat protectant. It's super important to your hair to use heat protectant because even if you don't feel the damage immediately, it builds up over time. Mm -hmm. And you can, that's so much damage that you can prevent just by getting a little spray bottle and spritzing your hair a couple times before you go. And it usually smells good. Your hair smells nice and fruity, usually. And honestly, I know, like, I hate to say this because, like, I know a lot of people straighten their hair every day, curl their hair every day. If you have overprocessed hair, you need to cool it. On the hot irons, like you oh, need yeah. to just turn them off. Like, and I feel like I was a really big fan from of wet to dry curls for like a long time, and people forget about that. I was like, I know you don't look that cute with like the giant styrofoam and like in your head, but literally your curls look just as nice and they last twice as long as long as you hairspray them afterwards. Oh, yeah. and, and then there's no damage. There's no heat damage at least. And there's so many different ways to get curls into your hair or to even get your hair straight. And oh. This is a bit of a throwback to the 70s, but my mom told me that when she was young, they used to lay on their hair to get it to, like, flatten out. You didn't get the pin straight hair that you would get ordinarily, but they would just, like, lay on one side of their head for a while, which no one has time for that. (laughs) But another thing you can do for the curls is you can either put braids in your hair or have your roommate put braids in your hair or have somebody put braids in your hair if you can't do it. Shout out to freaking Sarah. I can't (laughs) put braids in my hair. For, like, anything. Like, literally, when she says, have your roommate put braids in your hair, it's literally, like, looking at me. I was, like, every day of the week, like, last year. I love having my hair braided, too. It just feels nice. It feels so nice. So, if you've got a bestie who owes you one, just tell her, hey, I'm, uh, I need braids in my hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they'll <Yeah>. do it. <laughs> Honestly, just after you shower, get braids in your hair and sleep on it overnight. When you unbraid them, you'll have nice, cute waves mm-hmm. that'll stay. They'll stay or if you have, or if you have hair that normally doesn't hold a curl that well, put mousse or put just hairspray in it, so that way you avoid the heat, but you still get the nice full volume. And you guys have to remember, like when you are putting these braids in your hair to have wet to dry curl, when you are putting these braids in your hair to have like the wet to dry waves, you have to make sure that your braid is completely dry when you take it out. Yeah, it cannot because, be kind of damp. Yeah, because no. if it's kind of damp, you're not going to hold the wave and you're not going to hold the curl. So you have to make sure that it's completely dry and then you'll have a nice like hair day for like all mm-hmm. day. And depending on how tight or how loose you want it, the curls, either put one braid in for the looser waves or if you want really tight waves, put two in. And if you invert the braid too, you get a different texture that if you want to like, if you feel like mixing it up. So instead of just the regular French braid you'd put in your hair, try an inverted Dutch braid or just an inverted French braid and you'll get a different look for your hair that could work better for you. And I know this is something that people don't want to hear, but if your hair is, is really damaged and it's just annoying you, you need to get a haircut. Because honestly, the regrowth pattern, everything like that, just chop it off, start from new. 
I think people are really scared because they're really scared of like the cutter's remorse. I'm telling you, there are some really gorgeous short haircuts that nobody ever tries. And I always see girls like in the hallway with these really chic, like like asymmetrical bobs and like really nice like shoulder length hair. And it's really cute. And I think you just it need is. to take that jump. And honestly, having really dead hair is that perfect way to take that jump. And I'm a huge advocate for pixie cuts. I was that person that had, I strained my hair every day in high school, as I think I mentioned earlier in the podcast, in a different podcast. I gave myself a pixie cut just to give myself a fresh start. And I love that pixie cut so much. Everyone told me, no, don't do it. You have pretty hair. But I needed to do it. And I loved it. So if you're sitting there like hemming and hawing about getting a pixie cut, do it. Do it. Take the jump. And like, basically, this whole segment can be summed up in hair grows back. Do it. Dye your hair. Change the color. Do whatever you want with your hair. Because guess what? We're all like 20-something right now. And this is the one time in our life where we get to experiment. This is the one time in our life where we get to experiment with what we look like. And nobody really says anything. Like, I go back home with, like, pink or blue or purple hair. And my mom's like, that's fun. That's yeah. Fun. Because when you have that 9 to 5 job and you go in, like, every day, like, I don't know. Depending on where you're going to work, they're going to be like, hmm, is that yeah. professional? Now you don't have to care about that. Oh, no. And so now we're going to stumble into what our favorite part of the segment is, and it's tea time. At least it's one of my favorite parts of the segment. It's pretty all right. uh, It's pretty okay. Um, And if you've never heard tea time before, tea time is basically um, where we bring all the drama from the fashion and beauty world into our podcast. And today's topic is basically going to be the Jeffree Star Shane Dawson docuseries. And we have a very special guest with us. We brought in a little bit of a Shane Dawson expert to help us with our segment today. Would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Mallory. I'm an English student and broadcasting student here at CMU. And she loves Shane Dawson. Yes, I do. And if you've never heard of Shane Dawson, I'll let Mallory kind of explain to you like who he is and like what he does. So Shane has been a YouTuber for about 10 years now. He is the OG YouTuber. He's like the king of YouTube. And he started off doing sketches uh, for the most part in the beginning of his career and now he's for the past year he's been doing docu-series and he just recently did a five-parter with Jeffree Star and yep and that's like one of the biggest reasons why like we have Mel in here with us because I love Jeffree Star I do um and talk Mal, about him a lot I do <laughs> I'm basically I'm like adopt me like have you guys seen his mansion just saying um it's but all pink. yeah it's all pink basically Jeffree Star is what like like his life as like a super rich super awesome super successful diva is what I aspire to be. I'll live like, in his maid chamber. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I'll live with his dogs. He's got, like, six dogs. Like, put me in the doghouse. They get fed really well. Um, So it's like, whatever. But, no. So we wanted to talk about it because I feel like a big thing in the beauty community right now is the stigma that you cannot come back from a big flub or of, like, your past. And I feel like, to an extent, that's true. But I think the Shane Dawson docuseries really proved that there's always another side to the story. There's always a reason people are doing these things. And that's what this five-part series shows. It goes through Jeffrey's past. It goes through the mistakes he made and how he recovered and the empire that he has created now. Yep, and it's an empire we all, like, purchase from. At least I purchase from. And it's a really good formula. It's really good beauty products. And it just was really interesting to me to find 
a documentary about one of my favorite beauty vloggers by one of our favorite YouTubers. And so I, what I asked like emailer is like, why do you think like Shane did the docuseries? Like, why do you think he was really interested in telling Jeffrey's story? Shane has a past of really diving into people's lives. He's so curious about just people in general. And he's always been really good at that. Like, he's just always been caring. And I think that's why people listen to him. Like, everyone, this was, I think, his first video that was on the trending page on YouTube in a while. Um, and he he's had a rough past. Like, he's he was re- very poor as a child. He suffered with body image still today. And he just, he really understands that there's a, there's a side of people that they don't show on they the internet. They want other people to see. And mm-hmm. he knows that Jeffrey doesn't have the greatest reputation at times. Like, he can be seen as kind of a monster in the beauty beauty community. But he knew that there's something, there's something else. more in him. And he just really wanted to explore that. And he did a great job in this docuseries doing that. And didn't um, Shane Dawson have kind of like a hit to his career, too? He's had a few, yeah. yeah. I definitely feel like, a few controversies in the past. Yeah, Shane's definitely been up and down. And I think um, that's one thing that I wonder is, like, people really do trust him. Like, oh, they yeah. do. Like, they watch this docuseries. There wasn't a second, like, oh, they're friends. Of course he's going to make him look like a saint. He Be- wasn't really even friends with Jeffrey. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. He even said it at the beginning. Like, he scared. did. Yeah, he was scared of him because he did. He's kind of scary. Uh, Honest, though, yeah. Like. He can. He's very intimidating. But then in the docuseries, you see, like, he's rich, but he is very down to earth yeah. in, like, a rich way. But he's still very down to earth. I feel like what it is with Jeffrey is because he came from nothing. So I feel like what it is is he is humbled from where he came from. I mean, very. his boyfriend is from grabbed in Rapids, Michigan. Like, he is, he met him at a pet store. They fell in love. Like, Which is adorable. It's, it's yes. adorable. Like, literally, their entire relationship is goals. But anyway, um, it's literally so interesting to me because he's earned all his money. He's made his mistakes. And I feel like that's what makes him feel, like, entitled to be like, I am here. I've done this. I've stepped on all the stones I need to to get here. And I'm not going to be sorry about what I have. Exactly. He's like the definition of a self-made millionaire to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because he said in the docuseries about four years ago, he only had like $3,000 in his account. And he put all of it into this makeup company, not knowing what was going to happen. And over the year, it Just I think it up. grew up it did. or it grew like 700%. Like, yeah. And he is so smart. That's what people don't realize. Like, his mentality with money and how he views, like, how his money and his business should work is extremely smart and extremely aspirational to me. Because people think, oh, this is all YouTube money. This is all makeup money. It's It's not. not. And if you watch the docuseries, you will be so surprised. He's like, I'm in real estate. Yeah, Yeah, he's a landlord. Yeah, and he ships merchandise from other YouTubers out. That was the most interesting thing to me about the docuseries is he's shipping merch from other YouTubers out. And I just think, I'm like, do these YouTubers even know that he's the one that's, yeah. like, they sign up for these companies and they're like, they're like, oh, I hate Jeffrey Star, blah, blah, blah. And, like, for all you know, like. Paying him to do all the work. And he doesn't flaunt it either. No, like, we he doesn't. Know I had this. no idea he was a land. Could you imagine Jeffrey Star being your landlord, <laughs> for one? But before this docuseries, I had no idea he did all this. Like, I assumed he made his money through his makeup company and, like, lays it too. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just shows, he's like, no, like, I 
own real estate. I am a processor for merchandise. And I was like, wow. He has so many employees working for him. And these he's got like three warehouses that he toured with Shane. And it was amazing to see. And that's one thing I really did enjoy about Shane's docuseries is he showed the ins and outs of it with a funny twist. But he was also very serious. Yeah. He was like, okay, I understand. He's like, but like, why? Like, how Like, how did this happen? Like, what's going on? And it was it was really interesting to me. And I think it the whole docuseries in itself really does prove, like, when you're down, you're down. Like, you can come from nothing. You can come from a trailer park, whatever. Like, you can be called a freak. You can be called whatever. And you're going to lash out. People are going to hate you in the future for it. But if you just stick to your morals, if you stick to your guts, and you stick to your hard work, you're going to be able to show something for it. And I think that's true for both Shane and Jeffrey. And I think and that's why they're both able to recover. Yeah, they always admit when they're wrong, too. And they're sincere. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing is I think people really forget what sincerity looks like nowadays. Mm-hmm. They really do. And I say that, but we also are very harsh and critical because we also think people are being fake constantly. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I do love about Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson is I don't think they could be fake if they wanted no, to. No, they could not. No. They're too open. They're too on- They're too blunt. They're yeah. very to, honest. To be able... When they make their when they made their apology videos, well, did did Shane Dawson make an apology video? Yeah. yeah. That okay. Mm-hmm. When they made them, people believed what they were saying because it was sincere. It was genuine. It was we made mistakes. Looking back, this was terrible, and I can't believe at the time that this is something I thought was okay. Mm-hmm. They owned they owned it, and they, they grew from it. They grew, and that was. Something like, you don't Please see. learn from this. Yeah. Yes. In the future. And like, honestly, you can take this from me. Definitely. And they were never like, okay, I apologized, so love me again. Yeah. It right. was, oh, I'm apologizing, and if you don't care to follow me anymore and you don't care to be part of my life or part of my, my company and buy my products, that is okay. That's fine. I totally understand that because that is your that is your choice as my fan. He's like, I let you down. I wouldn't force you to come back if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And that's what I believe is a sincere apology. It's yeah. not blaming your surroundings. It's not blaming other people before you. It's blaming yourself and telling your consumers or your YouTube subscribers that if they don't want you anymore, then that is fine. Yeah. That is okay. You've made a mistake. And I think people are so scared of losing that AdSense and losing those customers that they forget about that and they forget like, well, I have to say I'm sorry because or else I'm going to lose all my money and I'm not going to have my life, the life I want. And it's just, it shows. It does. Laura Lee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think that's all we have time for today. And it was really exciting. Um, next week, I think we're going to talk more about some makeup looks that are coming out and I'm really excited to talk about the new holiday collection that I think Jeffree Star is going to be launching soon. Um, I take every minute of every second to talk about Jeffree Star if I can, so I'll stop. But um, I hope you guys had a great time talking with us. You can follow me on Instagram at gg underscore padilla 97. You can follow me on Instagram as Sarah Bebuck, spelled B-I-E-B-U-Y-C-K. You can follow me on Instagram at Mallory underscore Reitz. R-E-E-T-Z. Okay, and you were just listening to Pucker Up. Come in next Tuesday to listen to more.